Okay, Daphne and Vov. Continuing the sugya of the Ketana that's Miskadeshis. Itmar. Ketana Shiskadsha Shalolidasavia. So she means a Kedusha Shalolidasavia. As we said, according to Rav and Shmuel, when the father finds out it works as a Kedusha, the, the question was, are we Choshish that he is going to be in Israel? If we don't know, Rav and Shmuel said we do, and therefore if she wants to leave, she needs to get, she needs me, and etc. Here the question is, when the father actually does find out, right, so the father can say no, or the father can say yes. So if he says yes, I'm a Rav, Bain he, Bain Avir, he says, yes, the father can say yes, and the father can go ahead and say that I want to be Mishrat Zekedushin. But if before the father says yes, she changes her mind, she can do that. Because Tyson says one Svar, Rashi is a little different Svar. Tyson says this Svar, that the father is only Mishrat because he thinks that she wants it. If somehow she changes her mind beforehand, then we have to assume that the father would never be Nisratza in it. That's one svar. Rashi seems to say it's more of a svar of like Asi Dibur Mavato Dibur. Since she's the one who made the Maisa Kedushin over here, yes, you need the Ritzu of the father to make it happen. But the Maisa, if she's Mavato before that occurs, even though what, that's the Kiddush, because even though when it occurs, when the father's Nisratza, we said according to Rashi, it works on Freya. So, it's, but Lamai said, if she stops it, then it never, never ends up getting to the stage of Lamafreya. That is what Rav said. Rav Asi Yama, no, She can set it in motion, but once she sets it in motion, it's out of her hands at that stage already. And then if the father says yes, yes, the father says no, no. There's no such thing as her being involved. So Rav brings an interesting raya to this question. They asked this question on Ravasi Shita who said that it's only up to the uh, father and not her. So the Pesach says in Parashas Mishpatim. We're talking over here about Mephatim. Mephatim means a, a, a man who seduces a girl. Okay, so the Pesach says, So we're not talking here about Eishas Eish or anything like that. We're talking about a regular Pitur. So he's supposed to marry her. That's the law of the Raisa once a person is mezana with a woman, when I say, I say mezana, but it just means of the penuya, he's supposed to marry her. The Pasuk says, if the father refuses to give her to this man to be married, and we're talking about a case, I said, by, by a katana or a naira, then there is a knas to be paid. So says the Brisa as follows. Says the Brisa, so it says in the Pasuk that father can refuse to marry her, to allow her to be married, and therefore the Mephat has to pay a knas. He asks me, what if she refuses to be married? She doesn't want to be with this guy. The father says, okay, fine, marry her. And she's, no, I don't want to be with this guy. It's a double lotion. Both the father and the woman can refuse this from being a marriage. So now, what is the case over here? When he was Mephat to her, and he was Mazana with the Dedem Isabiyah. Was he doing a Isabiyah Lashem Kedushin or not? So the Havamina is he was doing a Isabiyah Lashem Kedushin. It's an interesting way to read the Pasuk. Well, because that's what it is. Their, their father did not agree to this at the beginning. You could read this Pasuk to Mamish be our case. That a man goes over to a, a girl who's a Katana. That's me a Katana. That's the father's going to do it. Saying, He's Mephat to her Lashem Kedushin. And now the question is, who can say whether this is a Kedushin or not? So if the father agrees it's a Kedushin, fine. And if the, if the, but if not, then not, and you pay the Kanas. But we just said in this Brysa, that not only can the father refuse the being a Maisha Kedushin, she can. So you see, Mamish like Rav, that when someone's trying to be Mekadosh Ketana, both the father and or her, before the father finds out, can refuse it. Mamish prefers in the Pasuk, if you read the Pasuk that way. So we come welcome. 
So Amalura, so Amalura, Loitezo Basur Ipcha, that's not a kasha, right? Can't ask that a kasha. Yachul Shnur Luchukakon Shepitel Shalishemishus. The Pasik is talking about where they did a Maisabia, not the Shemishus. Just the same Tainuk. There was no Ishus involved, there was no Kedushim. Says about Peter Shemishus Krabboy. So what does the Pasik say? If the father refuses to be married, to allow it to be a Chasana, then it's not a marriage. Well, of course it's not. Right, if it was the, if the ma'aseh itself of bia was not l'shem kedushin, so of course there's no marriage over here. So what does it mean in ma'in yma'in avia? What, what does that mean? Says the Mamre of Nachman, no loymeshem asham kenaskim afuta. There's two nekudos over here. Nekudah number one is are they married? Yes or no? Well, it was l'shalish to l'shem kedushin. So right now they're definitely not married. Now the question is, the Torah says, okay, so go ahead and marry her. If they refuse to allow her to the marriage, he still has to pay the kenas. The Chiddush of the Pasuk is not that they're not married. The Chiddush of the Pasuk is that there's a knas to be paid, even though it could be the potential husband does want to marry her, but the father says no, then no. That's a good shot. When the Pasuk says, means that they have to do a Maise Kedushin now, if they decide, if the father and her decide that, okay, it's a good shirach, you can marry him, then now you have to go ahead and do a Gemaisi Kedushin. According to a Rava's original learning, the bright, the Pasuk, that the whole Maisi Kedushin was the Maisi Bia itself, then you don't need Mari Marenu, because they basically just are married. So actually the Pasuk makes more sense, if you read it like we normally would have read the Pasuk, that there was no Maisi Kedushin with the Maisi Kedushin, and therefore has nothing to do with our case. It could be what the Pasuk means is that they did a Maisa Pitur in the shame Kedushin. And when the Pasuk says Mari Marenu, the Pasuk's telling you that you need the father to agree. But it's not necessarily you need a second real Maisa Kedushin. So there's two different ways, two totally different ways to read these Pesukim. But Lav Dafka is this, the, these Pesukim arrive to Arshayla. So in terms of Arshayla, can the daughter change her mind when she's Makabal Kedushin, according to Rashi, before the father finds out his Misratza? So we have Machalikas, we have Rav and Ravas. Moving on to the mission. Next mission. Next halach. So this is a mission we quoted earlier. So a man said, he have to be a Kaddish with Shavah Pruta. What if he makes a double Maisek Kedushin, and each Chelek of the Maisek Kedushin, I said Chelek, but that's not really Meduyak, each part of the Maisek Kedushin over here that we're discussing has less than a Shavah Pruta. Together, they're worth a Shavah Pruta, each one separately not. So this gets back to the question we discussed. Is this one Maisei Kedushin, or is it two separate Maisei Kedushin? If it's one Maisei Kedushin, then fine. Then together, it's worth a Shavar Pruta. If it's two separate Maisei Kedushin, each one is not worth a Shavar Pruta. You have nothing over here. So the Mishnah says, So in this case, in the Mishnah, to separate them, and they make it what we call not Klala, make it separate, it has to say the word Kedushin is Kadshi twice. If you say the word is Kadshi twice, now it's two separate Maisei Kedushin. Since neither one is worth a shavar pruta, you have no kedushin. So if one is, is if neither if neither one is, even though together they are, it does not count. If he doesn't say the word iskadshi, he just I want to be miskadeshes. Says the word one time. With these three things that he has in front of him over here, he did not say the word kedushin twice or three times, then then it's one Maisa Kedushin, and as long as all together they're worth a Shavar Pruta, that's good enough. Obviously, if not, then not. Oh, so what about in this case? Now, it's not clear yet from the, from the Mishnah, we have to figure out in the Gemara, if this last case is going on, Iskachi, Iskachi, or this case is going on, Bazoo, 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 we'll see. But let's say he gets, says, okay, I'm Iskachi with this, 
tomorrow with this date. And she eats it. It's not worth the Shavaputa. Then all, all, and also with this other food. And also with this So by the time she gets to the third one, which makes a Shavaputa, the other two are gone. They're out of the world already. She ate them. Okay. So then the Mishnah says you have to have one of them by themselves has to be worth a Shavaputa, right? He's having a very romantic moment and she's munching away on the on the tomorrow over here. So how does this work? And which case is it going on? Hold on, we'll see what's going on. Says the Gemara. First of all, Mantana is scotchy is scotchy. Right? The ratio of the Mishnah says the only way to separate these two into two separate Maisei Kedushins is if you say the word Iskadshi twice. But if you didn't say the word Iskadshi twice, the fact that you said Bazoo, Bazoo, that does not make it separate. So I'm Rabbi Shimini. That is, remember earlier we, we had in the Masechta, that shit is Abshimini, Damachiyar, Mishvuah, Lekolach, Aviyachim. What we're talking about when you're making multiple Shvuahs or one group Shvuah to multiple people are being tied. And it turns out you're a liar. Do you bring one carb or do you bring multiple carbons? We had a whole Machlechus we brought four different Shitas. How do you separate the Shvuah? Is, is it, you have to say the word shvu each time. Do you just not say the vav that connects them? Because of Shimon is the one who said, like our Mishnah, that unless you say the word shavua, or in our case, the word is skadshi multiple times, it would be considered one big Maisa Kedushin, or it would be considered one big Maisa Shvua. So, therefore, Shimon and our Mishnah stresses only if you say the word is skadshi multiple times, that breaks it up with the separate Maisa Kedushins. Okay, now let's get to the safe of the Mishnah, because that's going to help us understand what's going on here. Bazu, 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 yesh, bakul, and shavuah. Which case of the Mishnah is that last case that when she was eating it going on? Ilay Maresha, it's going on the first case, which he said is Skadshi, Skadshi, so it's separate Maisha Kedushans. So there's nothing to do with her eating it. We said automatically when you say two different Maisha Kedushans, each one or one of them must be on its own with the Shavaputta because you cannot combine them together. The fact that she ate it has nothing to do with anything. There's Skadshli Bazookama. So that, that can't, doesn't seem to make sense. And La Sefer. So what's going on the Sefer where he, she didn't say where he did not say his Skadshi multiple times. He said his Skadshi once Bazoo Bazoo, which we said if they're all with the Shavaputta together, it's okay. Then comes in the mission and says, okay, but what if she's eating these pieces. Okay, Elo HaSeifa. Now wait a second. So what does the Seifa say? The, the Seifa says that when she says, when she's eating it, So even though you said only one Maisei Kedushin, which we said means all of them combined as long as they work together, Shavaputa, but if they're not in the world anymore, then not. Okay. Then you have to have one, the Mishnah said very clearly, one of them has to be worth the Shavaputa by itself. Which one? Because remember, what did he say? He said, I'm a Kadeshist to you with these three things. And it, that means, by definition, that he's not a until he actually gives her all three. Okay? So even if the first one is worth a Shavapruta, the Kedushin is not Chal until she actually gets all three of these things that he gave her. He wasn't saying, I'm a Kadeshist to you with any one of these, L'chaira. He was saying, I'm a Kadeshist to you with all three of them. Which means it's not a good condition until you actually get all three of them. Now, what happens if the first one is worth a Shavapruta, but the last two individually are not? Okay, so she takes the first one, she eats it. Takes the second one, she eats it. Then the third one comes along, okay, now we finish the Maisa Kedushin. Now let's look back and see, did she get something worth a Shavapruta now? Says the Gemara, wait a second. If that's the case, um, this is a case of Mekadish Bamalva. Because when she ate that first tomorrow that was with the Shavapruta, the Maisei Kedushin wasn't Chal yet. There was no Maisei Kedushin yet. So what did she do? She ate something which she Lechaira would have to repay him. Now at the end of the Maisei Kedushin, the last two are not worth the Shavapruta. It's only the first one's worth the Shavapruta. With the last, now at that time, he wants to make a condition with the money 
that she owes him from eating that tomorrow of his. That's Makadash Bamalva. Makadash Bamalva does not work. Yes, there is a Gemara later on that you can give a woman money and say, I want the Kedushan to be Chal later. You could do that. But that's only because when you gave the money, you gave it all the shame Kedushan in one shot. Now it's not considered Alva. That's called giving money the shame Isaac Kedushan. But over here, since the Kedushan was not yet Chal, the, the Nesina was not yet done, I should say, until you gave all three, between number one and number two, it's actually a Halva. And you're being Makadash Mamalva. Makadash Mamalva, we said clearly, does not work. That's not called giving her money. So what's the case over here? The ratio makes no sense. The Sefer makes no sense. Amar Rabbi Yechran, he says a Gvaldic expression, Hare Shulchan, Hare Basa, Hare Sakin. We have a table. We have a big steak. We have a knife. Then the Malachal. We have nothing to eat. Right? This is like where the expression of the Shulchan Aruch comes from, where it's a set table where you could just, you have it all available in front of you. This is the opposite expression. We have it all in front. We have a beautiful mission over here. We have no idea how to learn the Mishnah. What's going on? So the Gemara says two possibilities. Rav Shmuel Dami Chavayu, the Oedem Aresha, and Echanami. It's going on the ratio we said is Skadshi is Skadshi, which we said each one has to be worth, one of them has to be worth Shavapruta by itself anyways. Let me buy a camera. And Echanami, it's a let me buy. Let me buy my Nechest, so he can Shavapruta in Eli Loi. If he gave her three things and they're all still available in front of her, if one of them is worth a Shavapruta in, and fine. Avalecheles, when she actually ate it, and he told her you can eat it, it's an edible ring, right? And he gave her the edible ring and she's eating it. Maybe even though it's not worth the Shavar Pruta, but when you're eating it and you get the Hana right away, oh, then she's willing to be Mekadeshes with it. You would think that's better? Well, it's not. Now, Taisa says this is not a real Tzvichasa, right? There's no Havamin that you can be Mekadeshes with less than a Shavar Pruta just because it's edible. But we're just looking for some way to read the Mishnah and make some understanding out of the Mishnah. So that would be good enough. That's Rav Shmuel's Peshat. No real Chiddush to that case. Rabbi Yama Yama, no. Oh, we said it's Malva. Because yet, my Ad Shiva Achas min Shavaputu. And the Mishnah says you need to have one of them be a Shavaputu by itself. Ad Shiva Achreina Shavaputu. And a Chanami. If the first one or the second is worth a Shavaputu, it doesn't work. It's Makadash for Malva. But if the last one is worth a Shavapruta, which means he's giving her the Shavapruta at the Gemar Maisa Nesina of the Maisa Kedushin, then it would talk a work. But if it's the ones before, it does not work. Okay. So as Moshe Rath Shak Vitaya had to read the Mishnah. What do we see from the Shak Vitaya? From the fact that that's the way we had to learn this Mishnah, we see three very important halachas in Maisa Kedushin. A. From the fact that we're struggling to understand how this works, that means we're assuming that if it was a halva, like we thought, that she owed him the money back before the Maisa was done, then in Echanami, that would be no good. So we clearly see, and it's really a Mishnah we had earlier, but Kash Malva is not good. Now, remember in this case, he gave her three things. He gave her the first one, we said that counts as only a halva. It could be it's worth a Shavu Pruta, but it's a halva. Then he gives her the second one. Maybe that one also is a halva. Then he gives her the third one. Okay, now the third one we said, if it itself is worth a Shavar Pruta, then attacking you have a good Maise Kedushin. Now think about what happened over here. He said, I'm being the Kadeshis to you with all these three things. That's what he said. Okay. First one's a Halva. Second one's a Halva. The third one, the Maise is a Shavar Pruta. You're being Mekadesh a woman, what we call the Malva Vipruta. You're giving her two things to make a Maise Kedushin. One would work and one would not work. The Malva, Halva would not work. The Pruta does work. So does that fact that you included a Halva in it blow the whole thing up? Or does it say no? Her das is on whatever works. And I don't know if she knows all Dina Evanezer to understand how it works, but her das is on whatever this should work, it works. So it says the Gemara. We see that as long as there is a pruta in there at the end that was not a denalva, that would take a work. 
So that's another Chiddush of Ravami. And really underlying this whole Chiddush is, If you're Makadash and Isha, and it turns out it was not a Maise Kedushin, what happens to the ring? Does she have to give the ring back or not? Okay? So this is what we call the question, which we're now we're going to spe- spend the rest of the Yama discussing this halacha, which is when you give someone to, some th- someone to something for either Kedushin or many other reasons, you might give someone something, and there's... A, underlyingly, it, it doesn't work, what happens? For the fact that we said when you gave her this first tomorrow, it's called a halva, okay? That means she owes it back to him. That means we're assuming that she actually, it's not a matana that she gets to keep, right? Oh, well, I, the husband, you could say, it's a matana, right? The husband said, she could say to the, to the husband, uh, that's nice, you tried to be Kaddish to me, but it didn't work because of, because of the way you did this silly setup over here, so I get to keep it. No, from the fact that we're calling this a halva, it's clearly that the assumption is she has to return it, and now he's trying to mechanish with that returning, and that doesn't work. But he, she does have to return it if the Maise Kedushin ends up not being a Maise Kedushin. And that really leads us to the next sugya, Itmar. What if a man tries to, he gets a ring, and he goes and he's Mekadosh's sister, and she takes the ring. Now obviously, is right? So it's an, it's an Ein Kedushin type. So there's absolutely no Maise Kedushin over here. What is the status of the ring? What do you do with this ring? So, Of course, she has to give it back. What do you mean? Shmuel says, no. Shmuel says, it's a present. What's the machlaik? It's a psychological issue. Nobody thinks they can be Makadish their sister. And therefore, everybody knows when you're giving a ring to the sister, it is not a Maise So what is he giving it for? He's giving it to her to watch for him. He's like, I'm going out of town. I don't want to leave the ring at home. Someone could break in, steal my ring. So I'll give it to my sister. No. So why doesn't he just give it to her to watch? What's the problem over here? Just say, watch my ring for me. So, Rav says it's not. What do you halva? It's a pikot. It's a chayfetz. If it's kesef, if it's kesef, it's a halva. If it's a ring, it's a pikot. It's the same thing. Okay? She doesn't want to take responsibility for the ring. Right? So if he goes there and says, I'm going out of town, can you watch my ring for me? She's going to say no. So he tricks her. Right? He says, I'll give you to, oh, Rabbi Kudesh, so here's this ring. Goodbye. And then he leaves. Okay, now she can't keep the ring, says Rav. Clearly she has to return it. Everybody knows I wasn't really meaning to be my own sister. That's impossible. Rather, she has to return it. Now, if it's money, she returns the money. If it's a ring, she has to watch the ring as at least a Shemachinam until he gets back. So he tricked her into being a Shemachinam. But at the end of the day, it's only a Pikodin. It's not that he's giving it to her. Shmuel says, Shmuel Amar should be, Mos Matana. No, it's a present. Because the opposite Svara. Of course, everybody knows there's no Maise Kedushin. And Echrabi is giving it to her as a present. And, but she gets to keep it. Now, the name of the Shematana. So why doesn't he just tell her it's a present? If you want to give a girl a present, just give your sister a present. What are you making this whole thing for? She's embarrassed to take presents. She needs money, maybe. She's embarrassed to take a present from her. So he says, oh, let's do like a, a mock wedding, whatever it is, and we'll give you a ring. And then he walks away. And then later on, he comes and says, hey, I changed my mind. Give me back that ring. She can say, no, no, you gave it to me as a present. What do you mean there's no such condition? Of course there's no condition. Everybody knows there's no condition. And because there's no condition, that must be the svar that you meant to give it, the shamatan. So you have a fundamental machlokes here, Rav and Shmuel, like a psychological issue. If someone gives something to someone in a way that it's very obvious that it doesn't work, like regular Maisi Kedushin, like in our case by the Katana, okay, then you could debate how obvious it is, right? But in this case, when it's super obvious that it doesn't work, 
do we say that the person is means to, you to give it back or not? Okay, says the more Mesa Ravina. We have a similar case. Hamafish chalosay kemach. If someone takes off chala, right, the chala that you give to a kain from dough, but they take it off before it's dough. They take it off when it's still a bag of flour. Okay, you're not allowed to take off chala from flour. Pasuk says reishes arisa sechem. It has to be dough. Okay, you're supposed to take it off when you first mix it with the water. Allah is, if you don't take it off then, you can take it off later. Once you bake it, there's all you can do it later. But you can never ever take off chala when it's still flour. Now, so what if you do? Someone does. Uh, they seemingly don't know, and they take off the chala at the flower stage. So says the Braisa, what is the halacha? Ain't chala, it doesn't work. Vegezel b'yad kain. And when you, if you give it to the kain, the kain must give it back to you. My gezel b'yad kain. L'chaira, everybody knows, neyma, adam yudei sheim afrishen chala kebach. L'chaira, everybody knows, there's no such thing as chala arisei seichem on flower. V'nasan l'shematana. So just like we said, Rav said when you make Kaddish Achayisay. Sorry, Shmuel. Shmuel said, Mikadash Achayisay, Mos Matana, and she gets to keep the ring. The coin should get to keep the challah. It's, it's flower in this case, okay? But the halachic challah, which is not really halachic challah, but you should say, obviously I didn't mean to give it to the coin, midin challah. I meant to give it to the coin as a present. Oh, why did I just give the coin a present? Again, say for the milsa, whatever the coin didn't want to take my presents, or I tricked him into taking this extra flower. Why don't we say that? We said over here, Gezel be Yadkoyin, smash like Rav, not like Shmuel. No, you're right. According to Shmuel, when you give it, maybe you mean to give it L'Shematona. Chazal don't let you leave it beyond the coin because you can end up in trouble. Because remember, this flower that you gave here now is actually Tevel for Chala. Right? It never had Chala taken off of it because the Chala you took off didn't count. Which means the flower you have at home and the f- little bit of flour, whatever it is, the cup or two that you gave to the kayin, is tevel. Oh, okay. Zimna the isla the kayin, pakas mechamesh v'ayin What happens if at home, the kayin, now, if it's tevel, no big deal. Okay, so it's tevel. But what happens if the kayin has at home uh, a little bit less than the amount of flour that you need, or dough that you need to make challah? Okay, the amount of dough you need to make challah is five lug. Chamesh v'ayin is a lug, is a reva of a kav. So you need five lug. If you want to have a fun time here, read this long Rashi. who goes through the whole cheshven of how we get to five lug. And it's based on, on the amount of mon that they had. from The oimer, the gogoyles. The whole cheshven of how we come out with the arisa seichem cheshven. Very nice. So you need five, five fourths, meaning five lug of flour to make challah. The kain has a little bit less than that. Okay? To take off challah. Take off challah. The kain has a little bit less than that home. So it's potter and challah. You can eat it. He takes this little extra cup of flour he got from this Yisrael, which really is tevel. Now, on its own, it's a chayvachal. It's maybe just a little bit. He pours it into the other flour he has at home. He now actually has a full five lug of tevel. And he has to take chala off it. He has to take chala too. Right? So he would have to take off chala. But he doesn't think that. He thinks that what he got from the Yisrael is already done. And therefore, he thinks what he has over here, he doesn't have to take any chal on. So you have a problem. And that's why Chazal said he has to return it. So we don't get confused. It says, And this little bit that he just got from Israel. He mixes it together. He thinks he has things here which is not chayv and chala. And it really is chayv and chala. And therefore, that's why in this case, Shmuel would agree that you have to give back the flour. You just said, the whole svar here is, is that everybody knows there's no such thing as challah on flour. So if everybody knows that, why is the kohen going to get confused? He knows what he got is nothing. 
Says Gemara in Chanami, right? Yodea, the Eni Yodea. Love those answers, right? He's they sort of know, right? What does that mean? Yodea Shem Efish and Chala Kaba. Everybody knows those are saying as Chala on flour. Therefore, when they give it to the Kayin, they mean to give it as a present. But the Eni Yodea, they don't understand how far that goes because the Sover Tamayumai they assume why is the Torah say I can't take Chala from flour? Vishum Tircha the Kayin, right? Because the mitzvah is to give to the Kayin something usable. Flour on its own is not usable. The kind is going to have to go and mix it with water and bacon and everything. So the Torah says, no, you're supposed to give it as dough. But the Tirch of the Kain, okay? And maybe in this case, by the Kain accepting it as flour, he's Michael. And therefore, it really does work. So everybody knows the Chatechila. You're not supposed to give challah from flour. But there's a possibility that the Kain says to himself, listen, uh, once I took it and I have it, then it works. But the evid, and therefore, what I have here is not tevel. So therefore, says the Bryson, no. Since the coin could get confused, we make the coin give it back so that everybody understands that what he have over here is tevel, and there should be no confusion. Says, but there's another way to fix this problem. So why make the coin give it back? Why can't you say keep it and paskin that she has to take and make sure he knows that he has to take off proper challah from it. Instead of giving it back, just keep it and make challah from it. And we ha- now, don't tell me he won't understand that because I'll show you an exact similar parallel case where Allah is that way. Now we have a Mishnah. So we know that things that grow on the ground are things which grow in a flower pot an otzutz if it's a sealed flower pot it's not going to be chayven truma deraisa maybe truma but definitely not truma deraisa. So if you take off Truma, Menanokov, which is Chayev Tevel Daraisa. Al Sha'enenokov, which is not Chayev Tevel Daraisa. So the Truma you took off now is not really Truma. Because you said, I'm taking this off for all the stuff I grew here. And everything you grew here, you grew hydroponically, not attached to the ground. It's not Chayev. Which means the Truma you took off is not Truma. Okay, and you give it to the Kayev. So it says Truma. It stays Truma, the Brysa says, the Mishnah says. The Allah is it stays Truma, but. You have to make sure to take off real truma from it because the stuff you took off, since it was grown in a knockoff pot, in itself is real tevel. So it, it becomes truma, but you have to fix it. So you see that that's another way Chazal have of paskin halacha. It stays truma, but you fix it. So just like over here, it stays truma, but you fix it. So by the case of the chala, it should stay chala and tell the client to fix it. Why do we paskin differently? The question is, are people going to understand this halacha? When you have a question of truma that you took off from different types of flower pot, different types of pots, one with a hole, one without a pole, people will understand when you say it's truma, but you still have to take off the the secondary truma from it. People will understand why you're saying that. Because they'll say, ah, I get it. That stuff grew in the ground. This stuff didn't grow in the ground. So Chazal treated it differently. But in the case of the the challah and the flower, it's all the same. And the coin's not going to understand, what do you mean? It's challah, but I have to take off challah from it? Why should I have to take off challah from it? And then he'll ignore that halacha. And therefore, in that case, Shmuel says, we're going to make him give it back. Because once he gives it back, then it's very obvious that it's still Tevel, and we have no issue over here. But the case of Shuma, no. Another way to understand this is, the Oilam, Kayin, Metzestayis. Kayin, Emnob, Halacha. And the issue here is not the Kayin. Theoretically, when you give him the flower, you could tell him, keep the flower, but make sure you take off Shuma from it by itself. But there's another problem. What about the Balabayas? The Balabayas took off flour on his stuff he had at home, and really what he took off doesn't really count. Okay? So we were focusing on the issue of the Kayan has it in his house, and the Kayan has Tevel flying around his house, he doesn't know what's going on. What about this poor Balabayas? 
who if the coin keeps it, the Balbais thinks he was Yoyetz in the Mitzvah of Chala. And he absolutely was not Yoyetz in the Mitzvah of Chala. And then when he eats, when he finally bakes that dough, whatever he's baking, he's going to end up eating Tevel. So why don't you, what do you have to think about him? That's the problem over here. So why is the Balbais going to think that? We just said everybody knows that it's not really good. So no, again, he sort of knows. Meaning, he knows he's not supposed to. But he thinks, the whole problem is that the coin doesn't want it to flower because he has to bake with it. Don't worry, I'll, I'll make it up to him or the coin's Michael and we're fine. And therefore, there could be the Babais will think that it's stuff good. Therefore, in this case, because I'll knas you, even according to Shmuel, and say you have to return this flower so everybody knows it was always Tevel, it didn't work. We, we still can do that. We can do a double chuma. Let it actually work and make you do double. We have another case. Again, the same case. So if you take off from something which is chayev on something which is not chayev, it's chuma, but you redo it. We already told you the answer to that. In that case, with two different types of pots, people understand why they need to take it off twice. Is that true? They don't understand? I bring a third case by Truma. But Tanan, Hatarim Kishus. If you take, you have a bunch of gourds or something over here, some kind of lot, and you take some off. Venim Tzamara. When you give it to the kind, it's spoiled. It's spoiled. Okay, so no good. Avatiach, you have watermelons. Venim Tzamaruach. Turns out one of them is rotten. So the halach is Truma Vyaksavitra. The rotten thing is Truma, but you have to take a second Truma. So you see again, this is not growing in different kinds of pots, right? This is regular growing. It just, it turns out to be spoiled. So now really, theoretically, we, at this stage, what well, we should have said, the spoiled thing is not truma at all. Give it back, and then take off another time. No, but we say the coin can keep it, and then you have to give him regular stuff that's not spoiled. Why? You just said everyone's going to get confused, no one's going to know what's going on. You see, that we're not worried about that. Shani Hassan, the rice of truma yali. Over here, it's a catch-22, look good. Why? Because the truth is, if you take off a rotten avatiach on the rest of the crop for truma, the raisa actually works. Only with the it doesn't work. And since the raisa actually works, so you don't have a chashash either way. First of all, the truma the balbais has at home is already, the crops you have at home are masuk, and it's no problem. What the coin gets on a daraisa level is actually truma. So you can't say the coin should give it back. He can't give back something that's already daraisa level truma. So, in this case, you have no choice but to let the coin keep it and then take off more on the other ones. If you take off bad stuff or good stuff, it works. Maybe it works. You should not get an Avera. When you take off, the Chelev always means you're taking off the best stuff. It says you shouldn't get an Avera when you take off your Truma the best. If you can tell me when you take off a rotten thing, it doesn't work. So you didn't get an Avera. You just didn't take off truma. Why is that called getting an avera? Ella must be mekam the term in arali yafish shumasa truma. But the evidence does work. We don't want you to do it. And chazal said you have to take off a second time. But the raisa, of course, it works. And if the raisa, of course, it works, this is not a situation where we can ever have a mina of returning it. So what we're coming out is by the ma'aseh kedushin la'chaisei. Those cases we're going to say that it's machlokes. Machlokes rabbi shmuel if you mekadesh in a situation where it's obvious it doesn't work, you should get to keep the ring. You should have to give back the ring. All these cases of truma are slightly different. Because here there's other 
other shikulim that we have to take into account of are people going to think it's truma or not think it's truma, and that will have an effect on other people's truma at home. So therefore, these cases are going to be different. Okay. okay.